Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. It's Chad and Evan Daily with material from Chad and Evan's live show on 104.9 The Wolf. Yeah, yeah, Ozzy Osbourne, whatever. Aqua. So, <laughs> oh, I was getting texts from Nathan, or the Wolf listener, Nathan, our good buddy. Yeah. He, uh, he just, he was saying how awesome it was. Yeah, we were making fun of the show a little bit. I, I, you were, I wasn't. I was jealous. Aqua, uh, they were playing the Brandt Center, which actually shocked me. It looked uh, like it was an okay-sized crowd in there from the yeah, pictures. Yeah, it looked I've like seen. it was all right. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, I've seen some of the pictures and stuff. Those uh, backup dancers, holy moly. It looks like, uh, yeah, but how do you explain to somebody? I'm, I'm the guitarist for Aqua. Like, I don't, I, you like know, how do you tell your buddies, yeah, I hit the road. Oh, Man. really? Who are you playing with this time? <laughs> Aqua. <laughs> That's the life of a session musician, yeah, though, sure. right? And I'm sure you they get to travel paid. around and probably see get the paid world. handsomely for it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's just, I think I, I'm looking at the photos and I'm going, man, like there, there is big time opportunity for nostalgia acts nowadays. It is because incredible. we we live in the cesspool that is 2023. So everybody wants to think about the 90s, like when they were. We when, need when, to when get everything was simpler. Limp biscuit know? back, and I told Peter, who does the booking Dude, at Brant Center. Get them get here. Limp Biscuit here. We, or at very least Creed. We've been through this. You can get Creed. You can get Limp Biscuit. It'll be uh, a sellout crowd. You, I'll, get, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll buy all the tickets in the Brant Center myself. Just, really? Just, no, I won't do that. Would that. Be, that, would, that would be a lot of money. But I just, they probably could you charge imagine, five bucks a ticket. Could you, could you imagine <laughs> yeah. you go to the Brandt Center yeah. and you bought all the tickets? Yeah. And it's and just, just you, you and Limp Biscuit? Biscuit? Yeah. That'd be amazing. And just be like, you play like you're playing Woodstock. Hey, that's right. He's, he jumps on a piece of plywood. He's like, can you carry me on this thing? Uh. <laughs> Chad and Evan Daly. In Regina, of course, we have uh, our issues with, with you know, uh, homeless uh, mm-hmm. issues here in town. Uh, it's everywhere now. Yeah, it is. But we've seen it big time here yeah. because, you know, they had the encampment right in front of City Hall and these other encampments that kind of pop up. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new study done in British Columbia. This is interesting, okay? So the stereotype is that if you give homeless people money, what? Spend it on drugs. And alcohol. They'll waste the money, yeah. right? Yeah. So researchers gave 50 homeless people in Vancouver each $7,500. Okay. So they gave them $7,500 each, and then they followed them for a year to see what their spending habits were. Right. Shockingly, for some, I guess, they did not spend the money on alcohol or drugs. Instead, most of them used it for essential needs, like rent, Mm -hmm. food, transit, furniture, and clothing. Great. So that, that's where a majority of the money was used. They actually found, too, that they spent fewer days homeless within that year. Some even managed to get savings going. Really? Yeah. And they spent less time in shelters, ultimately saving society about $777 per person 
So by giving them that money, by giving them that money, they saved, they saved about almost, you know, about 700, almost $800 per person on shelter costs in a year. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's some pretty interesting data there. Absolutely. The fact that, that I'm, I know coming up with $7,500 to give each and every homeless person is not an easy thing to do. No. Nope. And it should also be noted. It should be noted. This is, this is part of the study, and I, I want to say it. Those who had serious addiction problems or mental health issues were not included in the study. Okay. So keep that in mind. Right. Because that is a big caveat. Because a lot of homeless people do have mental health issues. Yeah. Yep. And a lot of them have addiction issues. So, but that being said. But giving the money to, to some homeless people and right. not others is like, that's a big faux pas, I right. think. But, you know? but also, it's like, okay, so maybe you give homeless people that are quote unquote sound of mind. Maybe you give them the $7,500 to see what they can do with it. And the other people, you give them some kind of other help, whether that's addiction treatment or, uh, you know, mental health uh, help, whatever it is. Right. They're, it basically, it's just like, okay, so this is a group, a, a, a certain segment of the homeless population that could be helped with just giving them cash. Right. To a point. Right. It's mm-hmm. uh, they, So what they're doing now is they're going to go across North America and do this in other cities as well and see how see if it's the same. Right. I think because but it's warm. Uh, yeah. yeah climate just, climate can affect a, stuff in Vancouver. Yeah. But also you've got to remember housing in Vancouver, a hell of a lot more than housing here. Um, it would be for sure. So seventy five hundred dollars would go towards doesn't a, go, go in different far. directions here in Regina as yeah. well, right? So yeah. it's interesting to see what they're going to do with this study, and that could affect things, you know, down the road here in our city. Chad and Evan daily. Well, let's talk the moon. Okay. All right. So uh, a super blue moon tonight. That's right. This is the last one mm-hmm. until twenty thirty seven. Yeah. We will not. That is why they say once in a blue moon because it doesn't happen so very often. That's right. So there there are going to be some clouds tonight. So it might be mm. kind of tougher to see. But yeah. And the smoke. Like last night, the smoke, the smoke covering up the moon and the sun. And, and the smoke. That's yeah. right. Uh, but uh, also when we're talking we're talking moon, let's talk India because India is now in the 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 race for the moon once again. Right. Yeah. Uh, and they have a uh, rover on the moon right now. It's on the South Pole, and it did actually gain some valuable data. Um, right. They found that uh, it, they found a presence of sulfur along with aluminum, calcium, iron, chromium, titanium, manganese, silicon, silicone rather, and oxygen right. on uh, on the South Pole of the Moon. So they haven't found hydrogen yet, which is essential for water, of course, yeah. but. Uh, they are saying that uh, they're not at the, the the place that they thought they would find hydrogen yet. Okay. So once they get there, they'll look for it. But this this has all got to do with they, there, bas- they basically want to all the all the countries want to turn the moon into like they want to mine it. Well, they, that and they also want to see what elements are on it so that they can land on the moon and then launch further missions from the moon. Right. Oh, so they want it to become like uh, the cutoff man. In baseball, right? I, I, they stop. Stop messing with the moon. Don't be like China, India, Russia, uh, Europe, the United States. You United, don't want to no, mine no, it. United, the United States hasn't been there yet. We've been through this. I know. I know. Okay, but the, I'm say, what I'm saying, though, is that they <laughs> want to to land on yeah. there. They want to start mining it yeah. for all these precious metals right. and everything like that. And, and it's just they, they need to they need to stop messing with the moon yeah. because it's going to mess with the earth. Yeah. You knock it off of its orbit. 
Axis, axis, whatever. Knock out the. You're gonna, you're gonna mess with Earth. Yeah. Stop mining for all these metals and everything, yeah. and get back we to just, where we, where we get our precious metals from now. Where's that? Stealing catalytic converters. <laughs> Chad and Evan Daly. It's now official. Yeah, there's been rumors about this for for a while. There, so there's an institution. All right. If you want a good burger or just a good meal, okay, a meal of food, good night out. It was always if you were ever in like the uh, the White City Emerald Park area, mm-hmm. you'd go to the Ice House. That's right. All right, and it's been known they're known basically for the iceberg, like they're massive burgers. And they had the smaller version, the Ice Cube. Okay, but the iceberg, the iceberg, is a meal in its in its own. Like I mean that it's, that oh yeah, it's two meals in its own. Okay, big burger. Yeah. Uh, so the Ice House is closing its doors. After 32 years. Wow. Now, I, it was, yeah, it was for sale. It was listed yeah. for sale a while ago. Right. And yeah, so it's just, it's been announced that it's uh, so it, it was it, sold and they're changing it up. So it'll change over to, yeah, new owners. But uh, the I think their liquor store is staying open. It I, is. There's no well, changes to that. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I, I know the Ice House has been one of those places I walked in. And as soon as I walked in it, I was just like, oh, this reminds me of home. Oh yeah, you know for sure. <laughs> I remember. So the first time I went in there, mm-hmm. uh, years and years ago, was after hockey, oh, and yeah. we're driving back home to Wolseley. Stop in. Uh, we're hungry. Yeah. Need to eat. Yeah. Right after a game. So uh, the three of us uh, that, that were playing we challenge each other to eat a double iceberg. <laughs> oh my god. And. Fries and fries, and I ate the whole thing. No, you didn't. Damn straight, I did. It was after hockey. I was like, I forget how old. <laughs> Still, I was. even then, oh and I my hammered that God. thing back. Oh, it Just was so good. Me- oh, the meat sweats on the way home. Oh no, no, I could have eaten more. <laughs> Probably not. So, but, I, but I'll, I'll never forget the first time I went there. Because I had been told, as soon as I moved to Regina, I was told, if you want, like, the best burger, go out to the Ice House. That's that's the place to go for it. And I sat down, and I was like, yeah, I'll get this iceberg. Mm-hmm. Thinking, whatever. It, okay, it'll be a big burger, but whatever. It's and, you. <laughs> when it came to the table, I was like, holy man. Like, yeah. How many people did it take to build this burger? That thing is huge. You need three people to flip it in the back, okay, just <laughs> yeah. to make sure. Yeah, such a good burger. But yeah, that's crazy. Place. When these institutions shut down, you know, yeah, like it's you just don't like seeing that. Yeah, but, uh, so. but uh, you know, congrats. I guess congratulations. Something they, I guess, wanted to do. And good luck to the new owners. Good luck to the new Chad and Evan Daily. Scientists have now shattered a long-held belief about drinking liquor. Ah, Chad, the liquor. Yes, I am the liquor. Yes. Beer goggles are a myth. Hmm. Yeah. They have discovered that beer goggles are a myth. So what these uh, scientists did, they grabbed some fellas, mm-hmm. hey, and they, they these fellas were sober. Yeah, okay. And they were shown a group of people, like a pictures of, of various people. Okay. And they had to rate these people on how attractive they found them. Okay. Right. And when they were sober. When they were sober, yeah. Okay. Yep. And then they were told that eventually they would be able to meet one of these people. Uh-huh. And they met those people when they were drunk. Uh-huh. And they were one of the people that were lower down on the kind of spectrum where they thought uh, right, they yeah. were attractive. So you'd think you'd think that if they met them when they're hammered, they'd be like, "Hey, this hey, person's not too uh, not too this. bad." Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And uh, anyway, 
uh, they found them still not attractive. Yeah, yeah so yeah, they, yeah, uh, they're, they're finding that uh, beer goggles are not actually a thing. Yeah. Uh, now they weren't super inebriated in this study, mm. right? They were they were right. over the legal limit. Well, that's the problem, right? So the drunker you get, but I, it, yeah, eventually they it's just enough. they didn't you become don't care. the liquor. You, you have to become the liquor. You have to become the liquor in order for these for the yeah. beer goggles to work. I mean, now, this you know goes both ways too, right? Yeah. Guys and girls, yeah, right? Like uh, the same. Well, girls. of course, because well, you and I are are married. Yeah, and, and the, the beer we, goggles. My wife, they I keep must her have drunk worked. all the time. <laughs> Chad and Evan Daly. We've talked a lot about how McDonald's ice cream machines never seem to work. That that's right. been like a an issue. Their their ice cream machines always break down. Okay, now iFixit, which is a popular tech how-to website. Mm-hmm. They are trying to address this issue. So they've applied to Congress in the United States for an exemption to the Digital Millennial Copyright Act. So what that means is they're trying to circumvent copyright restrictions that prevent consumers from fixing these machines themselves. So there's actually the the machine that McDonald's uses. It's called a Taylor C709 ice cream machine. I, I figured it was you that, that one. You, yeah. you knew it was that one. Yeah. Okay. Or that's similar to the one they use. It has problems with heat cycles, high, you know, things like that. Mm. So that's yeah. what causes issues with it. So there's only one company, and that's Taylor, who has a deal with McDonald's to fix these machines. Okay? Makes sense if it's no, their machine. Nobody else can fix it. But that's the problem. There's a third-party tech company called Kitsch that knows how to fix the problem. Uh They have a solution to it. They know how to repair it. They have the parts to do it. They have the tools that are necessary to do it. But McDonald's won't take them on and Ah. won't do it because they have a deal with this other company to fix their machines, even though that other company is not fixing their ice cream machines. This is like anything. iFixit is trying to push this through to allow these machines to be fixed. Right, they just want, they want business, right? Well, yeah, they're they just signed, saying they this. signed a bad deal. Is what happens. I nah, I, I don't know about that. They, that's that's Taylor's machine. They, of course, they're gonna be. They should. They are the ones that know how to fix. Well, they the don't machine. know how to fix it. Well, maybe they just don't have the manpower to do. Or maybe or they're just power. like, hey, the more they break down, the more we get to fix it, and the more money we get to make. That could be it too. Yeah. So, but McDonald's not the only uh, fast food uh, story out there either. No, Burger King is being sued right now. There's a class action law suit in the United States right now against Burger King, uh-huh. claiming that uh, they make their Whopper burger appear larger on its menu than it is in reality. So now, I'm going to guarantee you yeah. that Burger King will have to put, and it's probably going to be other fast food places or restaurants as well, Yeah, burger pictured, not actual size of burger. Or they'll have to start picturing the real size. Yeah, Which, and, uh, and listen, fine. you know what you're getting, man. Yes. Is it the first time you've ever got a Whopper? It must be. And People are just are trying to make a lovely burger. They're a great burger. And really, are you looking at it and going, well, this isn't enough burger? Yeah, we have Americans. That's the last thing they should be doing, right? <laughs> Chad and Evan, daily. You know, we always like to keep track of uh, where all the uh, the federal parties stand. Uh, when it comes to uh, voters. And uh, I got to tell you, the Liberals didn't have a great August. Uh, so there was a Nanos research poll done at the beginning of August among young voters. Right. Okay, And at that time, the Liberals were at about 27% of the young voters. Okay, so, okay. And by the way, young voters uh, is considered 18 to 29-year-olds. Right. So they were at 26.8% of the vote. Uh, end of August... Just shy of 16% of the vote. Wow. 
They've lost 10% of their young voters in the last month. And that's and, probably a smaller group of people that they, they talk to, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know how many they talk to there. But uh, they say that thirty nine, just over 39% of the young vote now goes to the conservatives, okay. which is crazy, right? Because the conservatives so. were never a young vote kind no. of thing. Uh, and about just around 31% of the vote going towards the new Democrats federally. Oh, so quite close. Yeah. So why are people going conservative and uh, new Democrat? Well, they say in 2015... Interesting. People voted in Justin Trudeau because they wanted change. All right. They wanted things to be different. I think a lot of voters are seeing maybe that's not the case. Marijuana to be legal. Maybe that's. Yeah. A lot of people did want that, too. That did have a lot to do with it, I'm sure. Uh, But a lot of people were, you know, expecting sunny ways and sunny days. And that kind of didn't happen. So they find find now that young voters, the voters that are concerned about money. okay, they're concerned about finances. Right. Those voters have gone towards conservatives. People who have environmental concerns tend to go towards new Democrats. Oh, okay. Makes so sense. that's where we're seeing the split right now. And they're saying either way, this is not good for the liberals and Trudeau. Um, he's be- kind of being squeezed at both ends here. And uh, right. they, they don't really know how this is going to work for him. They say he's trying to appeal to young voters now. Mm-hmm. They had that, that meeting with all the ministers and uh, with the cabinet. And they were talking about... Uh, you know, how, how they need to make things better for young Canadians. Well, yeah, okay, but make you've been it. saying that for a long time. Yeah. And a lot of people are... Anyway, the next election is, I guess, 2025, although you have to wonder, man. Maybe. You have to wonder, because the New Democrats have that deal with the Liberals. you got to wonder. They're seeing these numbers, too. Mm-hmm. They and they're maybe thinking, thinking, this might be a good time for an election, and maybe we should back out of this deal. I would be okay with that. And, if, and that's the thing. If they did that... If they backed out of the deal, they would actually get some people who might vote conservative to vote for them, too, because they don't because anybody who they don't really like the liberals. Right. So they want to see the liberals get stabbed in the back a bit. Yeah. This is it's very interesting. time. the soap opera in Canada. And I don't like that. I don't like politics to be a soap opera. It's not. But if it is, I'm going to grab some popcorn. Oh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in to Chad and Evan Daily. New episodes every weekday on your favorite podcast app and full audio available at thewolfrocks.com. Don't miss Wolf Mornings with Chad and Evan. Weekdays from 6 to 10 on Regina's Rock Station. 104.9 The Wolf.